510-848-5732. All phone lines are available, 1-800-439-5732. So we're out of here. Coming up is Cover to Cover Open Book. Many thanks to those of you who have called in and to our volunteers and, of course, to our food donors today, Breads of India, Whole Foods, The Big Shop, Numi Tea, Peaberry's Coffee and Tea. Many thanks to all of you. And we'll be right back with Cover to Cover Open Book. Good afternoon to Cover to Cover Open Book. We're bringing you a special programming here from uh, for our spring fun drive. And for the next uh, half an hour, you're going to be listening to a wonderful, wonderful show that we've got ready for you. From its early, well, let me remind you that you're listening to 94.1 KPFA and 89.3 KPFB Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. Listener sponsored coming to you. And from its early days to today, poetry has always been a spoken art. On the page and out loud, poetry is the home for the brilliant, the rebellious, the artists, and performers who are changing the world. Today, spoken word revolution is a literary equivalent of grabbing a culture by the collar and shaking it hard. For this cover-to-cover open book, we're bringing you excerpts of the CD, The Spoken Word Revolution Redux, that brings gripping, moving, and often hilarious poetry in the oral tradition. So stay with us as we bring you The Spoken Word Revolution. I'm still here at the Green Mill Lounge in Chicago, and the Poetry Slam continues to kick it out every Sunday night. For 20 years now, lots of poetry, big crowds. But it wasn't always that way. Regiments of people, passion, nobody's here, and energy have stitched together this poetry revival. All the world in another place. This slam thing. This word-powered phenomena moving across the world, line by line, voice by voice, yelp by yelp. The jukebox, Donnie. Put some dollars in its throat. Hang us around for one more smoky hour of I want you conversation. Dreams running down the old style bottles. Like tears down somebody's cheek. Is this called Galump These Nuts? Galump these shoulders, spines, eyes, and collarbones of mine. In my underwear, I write poetry. 
Two-headed poetry, three-legged poetry, poetry with ten spigots and no training wheels. There are gold flames sticks in my ears. Speak up. I am filling twigs with sentences and filing my nails with memories. My love shaves diamonds. Scientists speculate over it. I come from the moon, kneel and buzz, and the third guy walked in my tummy. I giggled, and a spoonful of cherub tasted like cherries and wallabies. I write two-headed poetry. I write two underwear poems. I take off both underwears. My poems dance around the candelabra naked in the living room. I write wrists and rubber bands. Hands on the backs of bathtubs. Press my lips to the shower's belly button and breathe. The goat man is in the woods dancing. The golden nugget. The chupacabra. The book man. There is a cloud splintering like a kneecap. Buy me pants. Buy me pants, mother. Buy me a hat. There are moths in my shoulders. I am shaking. I am full of love. I was full of love. I carved out pear-shaped slices of it and fed a million tired ankles. God sat on my shoulder like a cricket. I swatted a bee like a father's advice and asked for it again. Tell me where I can go when every bridge has wheels on it. I write poems with no training. I write my skull like it was the color I was picking up and examining. At Central Park East and 63rd Street, I clutch a football like a child and scream at a yellow wall. Go deep! Fling the big skin at the bricks and as my childhood bounces back at me, try to snatch it in the end zone. I am the three-headed galumph, the blue giraffe, a water fountain on the moon. Catch me, carbon. Catch me, galumph. Catch me, galumph. Catcher, catch me. Catch me, Lord. I am a hill. Find my dotted line. Hold me like a bowl, like how the clouds hold the moon, like how its arms hold the rooftops of this city that holds me and mine and mine memories. In my veins is a lonely mermaid singing. She is singing beautifully, so beautiful she sings, 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 sings. Her throat is a girl I once knew. Her nose is made of silver. Her backbone a plum. Her backbone is a plum. I continue to be amazed how my curvy hips and heavy breasts manage to make men see nothing less than sex in their interactions with me. And whether some address cute or business suit, their eyes be watching God in my thighs. And despite my intellectual bearings, it's like men be only hearing moans and sighs in our conversations about secret societies and presidential lives. But I know why. Because I'm thick, thick like molasses pouring slow out of that bottle onto your mind, saturating me with poetic time with every word I coat your brain, yet you're still only able to watch the way I pour from that bottle. I am thick like your Aunt Sarah's pound cake, sweet, sweet, lip-smacking, sweet, and filled with so many enticing ingredients that you never bother to ask about because you only want to eat. Slow down, baby. You might be this first poem is called Labeling Keys. Though not a secretive man, my father understood combination locks and keys. Oh yeah, he was a Yale man. And he had a love affair with brass. And he had a key rack as organized as the writing on the label of each key was neat. It's the same angel that made him label and date butcher paper wrapped leftovers in the refrigerator with Christmas present creases and hospital corners and little two-by-two -two post-it notes with possible suggestions for the leftovers use. <laughs> Turkey scraps, November 23, yummy treat for the D-O-G secured with countum. One, two rubber bands, one for snugness, the other just for, you know, symmetry. But there's an art to labeling keys. 
The one you keep to your neighbor's house cannot say on it, neighbor's house across the street, in Maine for all of May. Similarly, gun rack, burglar alarm, spare set of keys to sob in garage. These are labels you will not see at our house. Instead, my father wrote in his own Argo, in a cryptographic language of oblique reference, the key to the burglar alarm he called the siren's song. <laughs> the gun rack, that infernal racket. The neighbor's house across the street was called the farm in Kansas. <laughs> Victor was the Volvo, Henry was the Honda, Gabriella the Sabatini. <laughs> a security of the mind, no doubt, and not so much precluding burglary as offering a challenge to the industrious burglar, as well as evincing from my brother and me much in the way of loving parody, such as the key to the side door, which we labeled, not the key to the side door. <laughs> Destitute neighbors hovel, far, far away from here, nothing to steal. Boathouse in Djibouti. But among the neatly labeled keys, some to cars we no longer possessed, such as Potemkin and Gerald the Ford. There was a brass ring called Keys to Unknown Places. Little metal orphans, they had all lost their locks, or rather their locks had all lost them, misplaced them all on the same ring, which is a sadness that no bolt cutter can cure. Even the key that says simply, Hartford. Hartford. Somewhere there's a door, a box, a closet full of secrets locked, and the only thing I know about it, knowing my father, is that it's probably not in Hartford. <laughs> but I keep them all jingling and jangling, turning the tumblers of the past. Who knows when I may not be in Hartford again and have such a need for such a key. And who here knows nothing of the magic that escapes every time a key that should unlock a door <sighs> does. The recipe for hot water cornbread is simple. Cornmeal Hot water. Mixed till sluggish, then dollop in a sizzling skillet. When you smell the burning begin, flip it. When you smell the burning begin again, dump it onto a plate. You've got to wait for the burning and get it just right. Before the bread cools down, smear it with sweet salted butter and smash it with your fingers. Crumble it up in a bowl of collard greens or buttermilk. Forget that I'm telling you it's the first thing I ever cooked that my daddy was laughing and breathing and no bullet in his head when he taught me. Mix it till it looks like quicksand, he'd say, till it moves like a slow song sounds. We'd sit there in the kitchen in the half dark, licking our fingers and laughing at my mother who was probably scrubbing something with bleach or watching Bonanza, or thinking how stupid it was to be burning that nasty old bread in that cast iron skillet. She always used whole milk and eggs and baked her cornbread until it was plump and sugary. And she'd branded me hopeless as a homemaker, too damn interested in sitting in the kitchen in the half dark, learning nothing at all from a man who had other women and stayed out late on Saturday nights. When I told her that I'd fixed my first ever pan of hot water cornbread and that my daddy had branded it glorious, she sniffed and kept mopping the floor over and over in the same space. So here's how you do it. You take out a bowl, like the one we had with blue flowers and only one crack. You put the cornmeal in it. 
Then you turn on the hot water and you let it run while you tell the secret about the boy who kissed your cheek after school, about how you really want to be a reporter instead of a teacher or a nurse like Mama said. And the water keeps running while Daddy says you will be a wonderful writer and you will be famous someday. And when you get famous, if I wrote you a letter and sent you some money, would you write about me? And he is laughing and breathing and no bullet in his head. So you let the water run into this mix until it moves like mud moves at the bottom of a river, which is another thing Daddy said. And even though I'd never even seen a river, I knew exactly what he meant. Then you turn the fire way up under the skillet and you pour in this mix that moves like mud moves at the bottom of a river, like quicksand, like a slow song sounds. That stuff pops something awful when it first hits that blazing skillet. And sometimes Daddy and I would dance to those angry pop sounds. He'd let me rest my feet on top of his while we waltzed around the kitchen. And my mother huffed and puffed on the other side of the door. When you are famous, Daddy asked me, will you write about dancing in the kitchen with your father? I say everything I write will be about you. Then you will be famous too. Then we dip and swirl and spin, but then he stops and sniffs the air. The thing you have to remember about hot water cornbread is to wait for the burning so you know when to flip it. And then again, you have to know when it's crusty and done. Then eat it the way we did, with our fingers, our feet still tingling from dancing. But remember that sometimes the burning takes such a long time. And in that time, sometimes, poems are born. So this poem is called My Name... you've been listening to is this wonderful collection that we have to offer you in this edition of cover to cover open book i'm amelia gonzalez what you've been listening to is the spoken word revolution redux and it comes it's a great book it's got so much reading here so many so much of the history it also has european spoken word it's got over 300 pages of Amazing poetry, spoken word, uh, and a wonderful collection. What you heard just right now was Burning, and that was When the Burning Begins, actually, by Patricia Smith. Prior to that, you heard Taylor Molly about labeling keys, and uh, we started off with Anais Mogani, who also shared her poetry, Andrew Motion, also that you heard, and Sonia Renee with Thick. This is all part of this great collection. It comes with a CD as well as this great book. 
That is yours for the asking if you call now with a $125 pledge. $125 is $10, less than $10.50 a month. And you get this great CD as well as the book, yours for the asking if you call right now, 1-800-439-5732. Yeah, that's right. Okay, 1-800-439-5732 or 510-848-5732. Again, we are coming to you asking for your support in this uh, we're trying to close off the first week of our fund drive here and we need you to help us out here financially and help sustain us you can do that right now by calling 1-800-439-5732 go to the web at kpfa.org or if you're here locally you can hit 848-5732 i'm going to go back to some of this we're going to hear luis rodriguez with his poem, My Name's Not Rodriguez. Stay with us. Called, My Name's Not Rodriguez. <laughs> My Name's Not Rodriguez. It is a sigh of climbing feet, the ladder of gold lust, the slave master's religion with crippled hands gripping greed's tail. My Name's Not Rodriguez. It's an Indian mother's noiseless cry, a warrior's saliva on arrow tip, a jaguar claw, a woman's enticing contours on volcanic rock. My real name's the ash of memory from burnt trees. It's the three-year-old child wandering in the plain and shot by U.S. Calvary in the Sand Creek Massacre. I'm a Geronimo's yell onto the canyons of the old ones. I'm the Comanche scout, the Rara Moody shaman, and soil bandana running in the wretched rain. I'm called Rodriguez and my tears leave rivers of salt. I'm Rodriguez and my skin dries on the bones. I'm Rodriguez and a diseased laughter enters the pores. I'm Rodriguez and my father's insanity blocks every passageway, scorching the walls of every dwelling. My name's not Rodriguez. It's a fiber in the wind. It's what oceans have immersed. It's what's graceful and sublime over the top of peaks, what goes red in desert sands. It's the crawling life, the watery breast between ledges. It's taunt drum and peyote dance. It's the brew from fermented heartaches. Don't call me Rodriguez unless you mean peon and sod carrier, unless you mean slayer of truths and deep sixer of hopes, unless you mean forget and then die. My name's the black-hooded nine-millimeter welding child in all our alleys. I'm death row monk, the eight-year-old gum seller in city bars and taco shops. I'm unlicensed, uninsured, unregulated, and unforgiven. I'm free and therefore hungry. Call me Rodriguez and bleed in shame. Call me Rodriguez and forget your own name. Call me Rodriguez and see if I whisper in your ear, mouth stained with bitter wine. Crazy Bunch Barbecue at Jefferson Park. This is definitely for the brothers who ain't here. Who would have said, I had to write a poem about this get-together, like a list of names on a memorial that celebrated our own old-timers day. For those of us who age in hood years, where one night can equal the rest of your life and surviving the trade-off was worth writing on the wall and telling the world that we were here forever. The barbecue started with a snap session. Jerry had the best snap of the day when he said that my family was so poor and the fellas say, how poor? And he says so poor that on Thanksgiving they had to buy turkey flavored now and later. The laughter needed no help when we exposed the stretch marks of our growing pains. 
Phil had barbecue on the grill. He slapped my hand when I tried to brush extra sauce on a chicken leg. Yo, go find something to do. Write a poem. Write something. Do something. I got this. I'm the chef. You the poet. Talk about how you glad to be here. Look at that little boy on the baseball diamond. Look at him run circles around second base. Today is his birthday. Write about how the wind is trying to take his red balloon. We used to take a few shots of something strong before we could cry and say I love you. We have always known how to curse and bless the dead. Now we let the silence say it. And like the little boy sneakers disappearing in a cloud of dirt, we walk home in the sun, grown up and full. This is definitely for the brothers who ain't here. Who would have said I had to write a poem about this get together? Like a list of names on a memorial that celebrated our own old timers' day. For those of us who age in hood years, where one night can equal the rest of your life, and surviving the trade-off was worth writing on the wall and telling the world that we were here forever. When I can feel you breathing into me, I like a stone gargoyle atop some crumbling building, spring to life, resuscitated angel. I sweep through city streets, my wings outstretched, making mothers clutch their young and remember. And do you remember, dear ones, or has your history forsaken you? There are mysteries coded in song, chants sung round fires, all incantations calling forth this day. On this day, the drunks vomit in unison, though last night they drank from different cups. Children laugh and play, introducing their parents' invisible friends. A country girl smiles and two trees blossom out of season. Sea suns awaken. Our mother has returned to wave us from uncertainty. Once title, twice born of wooden ships, thrice formed through mother's hips. Mother ships grace two lips, a poet's garden. Two for five, the going fast, the future's bargain. That's strange. I heard my name. The river's parting. Hurry up, things blurry up. The sun is darkened. Rivers like oceans, oceans like answers. Questions in cloud forms, raindrops and stanzas. To be or not to, to see or not to. She had eyes like two turntables, mixer in between. My dreams and reality blend in ancient themes. The basis of Isis cross faded to Ankh. The beat drops like a cliff overlooking my heart. Six thousand feet above sea level, thirty-three hundred bodies disassembled. The head bones connected to the cockpit, knee-jerk ass backwards, dancing slaves in a mosh pit. Punk rock of Gibraltar roll out. Nothing's new. Mo blood dies the Mohawk. Only this time it's you, and you never loved her for what she possessed. You powdered her face and came on her headdress. Oil slick feathers, putrid stench, waterbed. Mother Nature's a whore, said the shotgun to the head, and it smelt like teen spirit, angst-driven, insecure. A country in puberty, a country at war. Saul Williams, sharing his poem, "Said the Shotgun to the Head," and what you've been listening to is this、uh, amazing collection of poetry, spoken word. Hear the poetry revolution. The spoken word revolution is what we have brought you today in this cover-to-cover -cover open book. Saul Williams, as you heard him, what you heard before was Willie Berdomo with Crazy Bunch Barbecue, and prior to that, my name is not Rodriguez. And we started off the half hour with other folks. That are here. This is a great collection. We actually also have、uh, locals here. If you recognize Jack Foley, as well as、uh, the wonderful poet 
from Egypt, Matthew Shinoda, who is also part of this collection. A great collection to have, yours for the asking. This has been brought to us by uh, Mark Smith and Kevin Koval, both of who have been a part of the scene in Chicago, the spoken word scene. And it's just an amazing, amazing collection. I'm only able to bring you 16 minutes of it because we are in our fun drive right now. And I am asking for those of you who are inspired and believe that there is a place for the arts here on KPFA that you help support the arts here by calling in right now at 848-5732 locally. Or if you're in another area code, you can call toll-free 1-800-439-5732. Or if you're listening to us online, if you are one of those listeners that are uh, listening to us through the web, you can hit the support link there and support us that way. It's safe, it's secure, and it's fast. So please help us out however you deem the way to do it. Uh, as long as you do it, that would be great. And for a $125 pledge, you get as a thank you gift the book that we're talking about today, The Spoken Word Revolution, as well as the CD. It's accompanied. It tells you what is on the tracks. It also gives you the bios of the folks that have uh, that have contributed to it. It also uh, just, it just shares so much. It's got the words of uh, those of you who remember Gil Scott Heron with his revolution will not be televised. As you heard Saul Williams, it's got so many people here. I can't even tell you how many folks it's got here. Yours for the asking if you call now, 848-5732, 1-800-439-5732. The KPFA has been here for over 50, what did we just celebrate, our 57th year, 58th year, and... Um, here we are, and so much of what KPFA is known for is the arts, and I'd like to keep it that way, and uh, it's important. It's part of our mission statement. It's what keeps a society thriving, and I hope that you find this poetry inspiring, so much so that you believe to keep the KPFA arts going here strong. 1-800-439-5732, 5732 Matthew Shinoda shares Prelude to a Journey. The struggle is not in the wave or the furry, but in the silence of ocean's calm, the granules of sand separated by omnipotent wind. Be careful of the ripples in the bay, of the places where water kiss shore. Be wary of lingering clouds, the shuddering voices of sky. Understand that in the end, it is silence of heart that will kill us, the muffled song that will cut off her feet. Words, Matthew Shinoda, Prelude to a Journey. Yours for the asking if you call now, 848-5732, 1-800-439-5732. You can call and get this as a thank you gift. Again, wonderful, wonderful book. Lots of information, gives you all this collection and also gives you the little bios in the back as well as the accompanying CD as well as the uh, bios of the editors. Just so much that is in this book as well as the CD. Yours for the asking again if you call now with a $125 pledge 
and that's less than $10.50 a, $10 a month. Whoa, I'm really out of time, and I just realized that I didn't mention our match. We have a match from Amy in Antioch, who has pulled her two, $220 together to help us out this afternoon. Please, won't you uh, support her, support us here at KPFA? Let us know that you believe in art staying alive here and well at KPFA. And you can do that by calling 1-800-439-5732 or 848-5732. Yours for the asking is this book, The Spoken Word Revolution Redux, as well as the CD. You have heard lots of the poetry. You've heard Luis Rodriguez, Saul Williams, Patricia Smith with her wonderful uh, burning the cornbread and uh, just a tribute to her, her family. Wonderful, wonderful poetry. Yours for the asking if you call now, 1-800-439-5732. And I just want to thank Sanam Palmo, who has uh, pledged her support online from Florida. And she says a few weeks ago she almost lost half her income, but she loves the station so much that she is going to go ahead and pledge again. And she has many thanks to you, many thanks to the folks that have been calling in. But we need more folks to go to the phone and pledge your support. We've got one person on the line, and I've got one minute left. Please go to the phone, pledge your support for KPFA. Let us know that you care for the arts, staying on the air, and the arts unedited, uncensored. Well, I can't, we can't say that, you know, we've got these words that we have to abide and not have on. But for the most part, the spirit of the poetry is there. The spirit of the poetry of the music is here. one 800 5732 coming up in a few minutes is free speech radio news i do have a match here we've got 220 dollars from amy and antioch i have no idea if we've made that match please won't you help us out now pledge your support for kpfa keep cover to cover alive and well here at kpfa and the only way that you can do that is by keeping kpfa alive 1-800-439-5732-848-5732 Many thanks to the folks that are on the phone right now. I'm going to head out of here. Stay with us. Coming up is Free Speech Radio News. Scintillating Radio. Captivating personalities. A fresh pot of strong coffee, a room full of telephones. What more could the KPFA Fund Drive require? Well, you, of course. We need you to help us raise money in support of KPFA by answering phone calls during the drive. Volunteers are needed.